Hello and welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. Ten of the best new tracks each week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers. And me, Gareth May.
Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Independent Music Podcast, our second remotely recorded one and hopefully with the new improved technology, headphones, click microphones, separate feeds, we've got you covered with high quality recordings. Even if it's the low quality chat. Exactly. Low quality chat, high quality tunes and recordings. I really loved doing the podcast last week and getting that back going again. And yeah, it's a real treat to get some sort of normality back again to bring you the podcast every week like we love doing. And I opened the pod with the sounds of Charles Hayward. Charles Hayward is the legendary South London drummer of This Heat, Camberwell Now, and generally just done loads of fantastic solo work as well for many years, since the late 70s until now. And Harmageddon are a London-based uh, audiovisual group, apparently, so doing some sort of collaboration on this. And apparently they're based in Dungeness as well, down in the Derek Jarman's next to a power station down there. So yeah, anyway, I thought that track was absolutely banging, and it's part of a new album that's coming on God Unknown Records. Dungeness sounds like some sort of twee indie Scottish folk from like the 90s. Like there'd be a song called Dungeness. It'd be like some sort of tale of whimsy. Sure, it's, but it sounds like dungeons. I know, but that's what they're like. It's, like, it's the kind of song <laughs> that the Mole Historical Society would have done. It's essentially what I've got in my head. Yes, yeah, so yeah, I thought that was great. As I mentioned, God Unknown Records, known for their singles club and uh, other brilliant releases that they've done and previous album with Charles Hayward are going to be releasing this as a full length. First track I'm going to play is, I've actually written down here that this is the most mind-blowing thing I've heard all week, but then I've sort of been reflecting on that bold statement and sort of looking at the other tracks that I've got to play, and I'm not quite sure whether it is or not. It's certainly the most unusual, to these ears anyway, thing that I've got to play this week. It's from a producer called Oh Young. It says here he's an experimental rap artist. He's got this album on Chinabot. It's just come out. It is, the blurb says, it's an 11-song cross-genre collision course through distorted 808s, pitch-shifted rapping, frantic pop and energy, and ambient loops. And that is, like, absolutely spot on. The track I'm going to play isn't necessarily indicative of the whole record because it's one of those ones where every track is completely unique and stands out on its own but it's the one i'm going to play it's called no one else and it features charlie sheena
That was absolutely tipped up. Yeah, that's it. Sounds of Oh Young, track called No One Else. It features Charlie Sheena. It's taken from the album called Protector. It's his second album. It's out on China, but the wonderful London label that specialises in releasing music from artists, usually from Eastern Asia. Uh, although, reminded I- me a little bit of like the Small But Hard Records stuff. A little bit like, you know, sensational small but hard so that sort of like heavy-ended gnarly hip-hop stuff yeah one of the greatest record label names of all time small but hard <laughs> but yeah i know exactly what you mean definitely in that realm and if you know what they're talking about then you know you're not going to hear it from me <laughs> you hear what you want to hear in that but <laughs> but yeah chinabot specialize in putting out music from asia but he is actually based in brooklyn no information that as far as i can see that ties him to asia apart from the fact his first album was called untitled brackets chinese man with flame uh, you know and it has that <laughs> guessing aesthetic. he's a chinese man possibly it has a asian aesthetic for sure but there's nothing that i've read that says exactly definitively where he's from apart from being based in brooklyn it's Wonderful, wonderful record. There's not really much I can say about it that really would do it justice more than just going to play it. But it was one of those ones that I listened to it once, bought the cassette, despite not having a cassette player, and then listened to the record again. Because it is just like, it's one of those ones that just completely blew me away when I listened to it. It's um, an absolute killer record on Chinabot, and they are a label, been around for a couple of years now. Who Have they done any other hip-hop? Stuff like that. I mainly associate them more just with straight on electronic music. Yes, that was my sort of view as well. It's like I, don't, I can't recall any hip hop. There's a lot of abstract electronics, a lot of field recordings, a lot of very out there music. And actually, later on in the pod, we've got a premiere of the new Sabawa track and she's released two records she's a taiwanese artist released two records on china but is definitely in the ilk of what china bot usually release it, it's not a double china bot week it's not no this uh, that one is going to be a self-release Okay, uh, but I'll get I'll get on and chat about that a bit later on in the pod nice it was actually it's quite funny so i've got two china bot related releases and i've got two piano pieces 
that are both very, very different. So it's a piano and china bot sort of week. Nice. I've just moved to choose a, a song, and then your face is here on my screen—a little pop-up. We've never—that has never happened before. I do, I do love that. This is a uh, a live public sort of exploration <laughs> of your amazement of technology, yeah, the capability of video chat. Gareth is the technical man on the podcast who does everything really, and uh, I sort of bring the music and a smiley face, and uh, the, now, now I'm having to figure out stuff for myself over here and uh, with the kind help of my partner who is good i'm getting there you you bring the uh, triumphant attempts at foreign <laughs> language pronunciation and i struggle to say ethereal i think that might be the first time i've got it right settling listeners for a long one it is a new single from portuguese percussionist joao paulo felipe it's released on lovers and lollipops records with a co-release actually with another label called holazam who i'm gonna have to look up he is the percussionist and symbol and gong maker and he does some incredible music you might know him from his solo work and also from his duo with valentina magaletti czn yeah holazam records have released stuff before that we played on the pod for sure oh right nice didn't immediately jump out but uh oh my god is uh yeah i know god that's kind of i think i actually know one of the people who's uh, with the label <laughs> it's a label from lisbon anyway loves and lollipops the label from porto the album is called sun oddly quiet it's coming out on april the 24th and this is the first single called 15 
That was the sounds of Joao Pao Felipe. Hypnotic, repetitive, wonderful. I've listened to that a bunch. Thank you very much, uh, Fua from Lovers and Olipops, for sending that along. If you've heard his music before, you'll know the, the musical space that he inhabits. But uh, a percussionist, a drummer, a drum maker, a gong and cymbal maker. He's collaborated with the Nege Nege people down in Uganda as well. Generally a star. Did you like that, Gus? It was wonderful. Like, yeah, the word repetitive should, shouldn't really be used as a complimentary thing generally. But, you know, in terms of music like that is proper like gong bath style sort of washing over you. And yeah, absolutely wonderful music. And I also realized while the track was playing that holo- that's I know Holozam records, but you might not necessarily do so because because I played it on the podcast just uh, towards the end of last year, I think it was. Yeah, I've got it here. Episode 252 on the 2nd of December last year. It was uh, Mourinho, Echido and Dioga was the track that I played. It's taken from the Rakadas EP. It's some like pretty banging music. But I don't know how I... Yes, slipped my mind that one. Yeah, no idea how Holozam came across my lap, if not via you. But uh, there we go. Exactly. So he said that's out on April the 24th on Lovers and Lollipops Records. I mean, he was supposed to be playing at Raw Power last year with his duo CZN, but Valentina, the other half of it, missed her flight or was not booked a wrong flight or something. So he ended up playing solo at the festival and it was that sort of set. If you want to check out more from him, he's got, uh, I can't remember the name of his first record, but it's got a song called Conorak on it, which I listen to loads. Highly recommend it. Don't know what to play next, really. I think I'm going to go with this. I've got an 18 minute and an 8 minute, but I think I'll. Are you going to play an 18 minute? I've edited it down. Okay. So it's that Sabuwa track that I'm going okay. to like prolong the sort of intro to it as we go through the podcast. It's almost so, as though you planned it. Yeah, build it up, you know. Instead, I'm going to play the latest and apparently last from Black Devil Disco Club, the moniker of Bernard Fevre. It, I was excited about this when you sent me all the tracks. I was like, didn't realise that uh, Back to the Disco Club had a new track. Yeah, it's a new album coming out on Low Records on the 12th of June. Bit of background, Bernard Fevre is a French library musician, electronic music artist. He's been around for a long while. Black Devil Disco Club started life in the 70s, 78, I think. And I don't think it's too much to say that his first EP, Black Devil Disco Club, is a masterpiece. And the opening track, H Friend, is just one of the all-time great electronic music tracks. I don't know if that is pushing it, but I wouldn't say so. This new album, it says it's his last, but there's an interview with him in a self-titled magazine that says essentially quote today in 2020 when i see that a microbe can kill the world i say that this album is the last with the hope that it will not be and that everything will be fine so even though the pr and everything else is pushing this as his last ever recording (laughs) it sounds like there's probably gonna be another one Uh, shift a few more units (laughs) yeah i think so Uh, it worked for me i bought it straight away after hearing this track this is the lead track from it it's called six six sex Thank you. 
tune that was, guys. There you have it. The amazing Black Devil Disco Club 666 is the name of the track. It's taken from the forthcoming record, Lucifer is a Flower, coming out on the 12th of June <laughs> via Low Recordings. And yeah, it is absolutely fantastic. He's, like I say, his first record, actually, I thought it was self-titled, but it's actually called Disco Club. It's called Club. Black Devil Disco Club. Yeah. Like, the name of the record is Black Devil Disco Club, and I think he sort of titled himself after the record. It was all a bit vague. Yeah, originally Black Devil and the album called Disco Club, but now it's Black Devil Disco Club. And it got reissued in the early noughties, and they've been... I think that reissue on low is only six or seven years ago. Way more than that, mate. This is one of those times where we're just like, oh, yeah, that was like five years ago. Here we go. I've got it. No, you are completely correct. 2015, that was reissued. Okay. For some reason, I thought it was uh, reissued in like the early noughties, late nineties, that sort of time. But no, you are completely correct. And I take back my initial slur. Uh, A rare treat to to be right in these things. No, no, I am right. (laughs) It was reissued on Reflex in 2004 as well. Okay, no, well, yeah, well, that that 2004 Reflex reissue was the one that rejuvenated the career of Bernard Feverer. Like, I think Aphex or one of the other people at the label bumped into the record, like pulled it out at a record shop and saw it and had their minds completely blown yeah and unsurprisingly as i imagine anyone who's hearing black devil disco club for the first time also has their minds blown if they're into that sort of music because it is wonderful quite a few records since then so what i've got here one two three four six records since then all on low recordings the last one black moon white sun released in 2013 so it's his first one for a little while and yeah that lead track was enough for me to buy the record immediately can't wait to hear the whole thing no doubt it's going to be killer yeah definitely sounds it's got got that uh, Bernard Fevre sound to it yeah. for sure you know yeah there's a bit of a, it's very much library music it's just about to say it's got a bit of the Doctor Who theme tune to it um, <laughs> but you know a lot of library music does and Doctor Who theme tune obviously is classic library music composed by Delia Derbyshire so it definitely in that realm but a bit more for the dance floor I would say Cool, I want to play you a recent self-release from Bristol band Haga, previously released on Avon Terracore. I think this is just something they've just put up on their band camp. I guess it's sort of something they were working on before, or maybe something they've sort of made since the lockdown. It's called Echoes Obscures Dear L'Orient, excuse me for any French people. And it is definitely not as harsh and heavy as the one other release that they did. Definitely a lot more contemplative, and I really love it. And I've listened to it a lot, so I'll give you, not going to tell you what it's called again, but here we go. It's Haga, and it's out now. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
That's the sounds of Hager from Bristol. I'm not going to say contemplative from the, to these ears. I'm not sure they're contemplating a great deal in those. <laughs> <laughs> well, they weren't trying to punch your face in. I don't know. I think it felt like I was being stabbed through the eardrum in the most delightful way possible. Oh, I hope so. As I mentioned, Hargo from Bristol, they've released one record on Avon Terracor, which I've got somewhere on the shelf here. I bought it as a package with a, a, a this sort of white long-sleeve T-shirt that I got, and I was like, I don't know when the hell I'm going to wear this long-sleeve T-shirt, but uh, why not? Uh, yeah, Heroics Animo de la Misere. It, it still is obviously a fantastic record as well. But definitely, I know what you mean about that track we just heard being different to that one that the record is a bit more industrial if you like but that track was fantastic and i have to tell you that while that song was on i went to discogs and i bought the uh 2015 low reissue of black devil disco club which was i reckon i've been meaning to buy for ages so i've bought myself a copy of that and i thought i'd quickly check in on the uh, price of the original press because i'd rather get an original press if the price is reasonable and i was like 15 quid i was like what a bargain. That, that record's not gone for less than 50 in ages. And then I checked it out and it was like, I will give the exact quote, Black Devil Disco Club, LP, album, condition poor, sleeve condition, very good. No record, just the cover has a crease in it and a B in a Sharpie on the front cover. <laughs> I mean, no record, sleeve in bad condition. I like that the media condition was poor, given there was no record yeah, whatsoever. Yeah, media condition, non-existent. That is, that is spectacular. How much was that, did you say? That was £15. Yeah, so uh, I kind of want to buy it for the sheer massive balls of like <laughs> selling an empty record sleeve for like 20 quid-ish. <laughs> yeah someone's gonna buy it by accident 100 percent. i remember when i was a student i had a friend who is kind of a bit of a chancer he was the kind of person that would essentially steal from shops but in his great skill of stealing from a shop would he would take a microwave meal he would remove the outer sleeve and put a more expensive microwave meal in the empty sleeve but what he used to do on ebay was sell xbox boxes so he would 
get people who had bought an Xbox, he would take their Xbox box and then he would sell Xbox box on eBay, not make it very clear that it was an Xbox box, not an Xbox, and would make money from that. What a massive cunt. Yeah, we're not friends anymore. It's, uh, but, yeah. Uh, understandable. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, he, he was a sort. What should I play next, Dante? I'm going to play this one. This is... Um, uh, I know very little about this. It's from a record label called Moon Worshipper Records. The artist is called Effluvium. It's yeah, some black metal here. Yeah, that's what they say as a label, but this is not black metal by any stretch of the imagination. This is one of the two piano e tracks that I've got. They're both very oh, right. different. You're gonna I find saw it a- the description: black metal and electronic music. Yeah, it's electronic music, but this is incredible like settle in for this this is a fluvium it's called vera and it sounds like this
There we go. That was excellent and unusual. You know, sometimes you hear a track and it's clearly great, but you know that if you ever tried to describe that to anyone, it would sound terrible. What you mean, sort of harpsichord epic rock? Yeah, you know, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it sounds like it's got a little bit fairgroundy and it's a little bit goth and it's quite dark. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. You know, like if you were trying to talk about it, it's hard to make it sound good. But when you listen to it, it's clearly evocative and emotive. You are completely right. You cannot describe that very well at all. It is the sounds of effluvium. The track is called Vera. It's a, as far as I can tell, it's a single track cassette that's released on Moon Shipper, Moon Shipper, Moon Worshipper <laughs> Records. Not someone who ships moons. Uh, their record label out of Omaha, Nebraska. And mate, like unbelievable. Like I can't remember how it, I came across it, but like I played it and it just completely blew my mind. That sort of epic piano. And the whole thing is just unreal. It's so, so good. JRD is the main guy, the main pianist. It's very hard to find out anything about that person. I don't know if it's a man or a woman. It's a, a band from the Philippines in the 90s called Effluvium. Yeah. I was having a look as well. I don't think it's them. No, so this Effluvium, they've got a a series of records and splits also on Moon Worshipper Records. So there's plenty for you to get stuck into if you want to. I certainly will. Other than that, very little information, but you can obviously just get it from the Bandcamp, which is moonworshipper.bandcamp.com. The fluvium, if you don't know, which I didn't, is a word for an unpleasant or harmful odour or odor. discharge. Yeah. Effluence, you know, like it's about, you can use that as a term for farting. Yeah, that's true. It's so close to affluence. <laughs> I want to play you a new release from a band from Greece called Kuba Turku. They share a band member with the London band Casual Nun, who are um, four-fifths or three-quarters uh, Greek. And I think I heard of it through Phil, and it's being released on one of London's finest Rocket Recordings. They did one single already, which I could have played on the pod, but I didn't for some reason or other, even though it was absolutely excellent. It was called Kassan, and this is the second single, and it's called Fair Game.
the sounds of Akuba Turku from Greece. The track's called Fair Game. It's the second single from their album, which is coming out on Rocket Recordings on May the 22nd, called Proto Techno. They did a release in 2019 on Hominid Sounds called Carib, which I didn't play. Uh, I don't know, I can't remember why, but uh, that was magnificent. And if anything, the first single is even better. So check out that one too. That's a Kassan with a Q. You like that, guys? Yeah, unbelievable. Like, yeah, it's definitely a Rocky Recordings release, right? It sounds similar to uh, like Pet Brick and those those types. Oh, Pet Brick's pretty gnarly compared to that. But yeah, I see what you mean. It's uh, driving uh, sort of synth-driven uh, good stuff. Yeah, that was a compliment. I thought I was wearing a Pet Brick t-shirt, actually, but no, it was yesterday I was wearing Pet Brick. Now I'm wearing a t-shirt of the uh, Pear Ubu podcast, uh, Ubu Dubs. So I'm representing podcasts here by wearing uh, the Ubu Dubs. Yeah, that's mainly for Gareth, really. It's a, <laughs> you're not going to get the video of this, listeners. Gareth's got my face. Yeah, so I'm uh, wearing a rare Baby Yaga's Hut t-shirt, just so Anthony knows that I'm still supporting him. <laughs> Gareth has got the new brand new Baba Yaga's uh, merch in before me because I had someone posting it out before me. So if you want to go and check out some Baba Yaga's merchandise, then you can do that on Baba Yaga's Big Cartel. Maybe we should do some podcast T-shirts. Think people would buy them, guys? I, I, I don't know. If you want a podcast T-shirt, let me know. Well, let us know. <laughs> Facebook.com forward slash independent music podcast. I suspect they will sell two. 20. No, no way. I, I reckon no. two. I reckon me and you. Oh, oh no, no. Twenty. I'll tell you what. We got, though. We, we got our, our patrons are hitting towards fifty. They've got to be wanting a t-shirt. Yeah, I think they deserve one. Um, Especially since my dad's not on there anymore. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't want, he, he doesn't want a t-shirt. No, exactly. Uh, but although, if you are interested in a Babiaga's t-shirt in the future, Anthony is a man who knows quality because this t-shirt is better than any band t-shirt quality I've ever had. And I'm a man, as you can probably imagine, that's had a lot of band t-shirts in his life. Yeah, I was sick and tired of getting really bad quality band t-shirts, so I ordered the really nice, fancy American Apparel ones. So uh, everyone can be not get a t-shirt only with a great design, but that gets a big hole in it the first time you wear it. Shout out. <laughs> Sly and the Family Drone. Yeah. <laughs> My Sly and the Family Drone t-shirt is going strong, I'll have you know. I've talked about it a lot, so now I'm going to play it. It's the track from Sabawa and Kuimeda is what I'm going to go for, or Kmeda. I suspect either of those pronunciations is wrong. They are two different producers. This is essentially just a phenomenal work of art. It's 18 minutes long. It's how I would define modern classical, essentially, which is incorrectly, obviously, uh, but it's taking traditional orchestration and overlaying, you know, sound art, abstract noises, irregular rhythms, and it just produces something stunning. And I'm not going to play all 18 minutes. I'm going to play about five minutes in the middle of the 18 minutes as a sort of snapshot of it. It's obviously doesn't do the whole thing justice, but it, it should give you an idea of what it sounds like. It is wonderful. This track is called Tomorrow You Said Yesterday.
There you have it, sounds of Sabiwa and Quay Maida, track called Tomorrow You Said Yesterday. Like I say, it's well, about a five-minute or so excerpt of an 18-minute piece. Sabiwa is a Taiwanese sound and performance artist uh, based in Berlin. As I mentioned earlier in the pod, she's released two records on Chinabot, the wonderful London label. And it's um, the other chap... Quimeda, if I, if memory serves me right, he's also Berlin-based, but is an Italian producer. Produced at least one, if not both, of her records on China. But in fact, completely coincidentally, I have, <laughs> I have, have the, it right there. I do because I actually bought it when Bandcamp did their like no fees and everything's going to the artists and the labels. I bought the vinyl then. Yeah, remember uh, we used that one for the podcast cover, didn't we? You can probably hear me unwrapping it live because I hadn't fully done it. It doesn't seem to have a producer in the credits on here, but the top notch radio. Yeah, but anyway, that's it, why you pay the big bucks, listeners. <laughs> that is correct. But yeah, Sabuwa is wonderful, and Quinn Mado, yeah, has produced that record. I'm pretty certain of that. And yeah, the new record. I'll read a little bit from the press release. It's uh, the result of a subterranean and visceral encounter between two artists able to capture and synthesise the wonders of a shattered world within a dystopian and irrational EP. Oh, God. (laughs) There you go. So it's one of an increasing number of records that are coming out of, like, lockdown and whatever else. How's the EP irrational? I mean, you just heard a decent chunk of it it is that very, doesn't sound irrational to me it's a rhythmic you know it's very it's not what's the word i'm looking for it's not a usual record it's very unique and very sort of abstract is the word i'm stretching for i would say all of those things make sense to me i still don't think that makes the record irrational <laughs> but anyway there you go it is a self-release it's coming out later on in the month 24th of april it doesn't actually say where you can get it from but presumably if you're looking on Bandcamp then that's a good place to start. Cool, I'm going to play you the last song that I've got for you. But I just want to say thank you very much to everyone who sent us messages on the website and on the Facebook and Twitter, etc. to say, just yeah, just to generally wish us the best and say how nice it was to have us back in our full duo form. And uh, yeah, thanks to Gareth for holding the fort with two excellent solo pods and for the uh, guest podcasts that we've had. So you're actually getting more more content than ever. I think people were just a bit bored of my monotone drawl. The sounds of me just getting completely hammered on my own. Impossible, Gareth. Impossible. How can anyone get bored of that? No. Well, (laughs) ask my girlfriend. Uh, But yeah, thank you. She's still there, buddy. Yeah, well, she's somewhere. (laughs) Uh, But no, yeah, thanks to PQ and Spooky J for the amazing pieces they put together for us as well on the feed and for you guys and yeah hopefully we'll get a few more from some other people probably not nege nege related in the future on that subject though almost as though i planned it i have uh, a new release on nege nege as uh, my last track but it is a from a london artist actually he's a guy called jesse hackett he comes down to my shows. He's a Tufnell Park resident. He was uh, from the Oemi Sagoma band, a sort of London via Africa, I think Kenya band. Apparently, just looking at his Wikipedia, apparently he was also uh, in the touring band of Gorillas, which I did not know. And he has a new album on Nege Nege called Metal Prayers. And it's pretty great. It is not for the dance floor. It is uh, some sort of dark electronic music. It's a collaboration, actually, with Jesse and Chicago-based artist Marino Chavez. 
Nege Nege have been great at getting some funding and to get people from all over the world to come down to their studios in Kampala and to do some completely new music who otherwise would never have come together. So it's Jesse and Mariano and also featuring Ugandan musicians such as Otim Alpha, who you've heard on this uh, podcast many times, Gareth's fave. Oh yeah, the worst dancer on earth, but (laughs) absolutely killer music. The most danceable music for the least danceable (laughs) man. Don't say that anywhere near him, buddy. He'll kick your ass. Yeah, I think he'll be fine. He's a, a very friendly, cheerful man. Actually, I just want to make sure I've got this right here. The collaboration, Mariano Chavez, uh, is who did the art. It's a collaboration for the art. All of the music was done by Jesse and the Ugandan artists. Described here as slow, chopped, screwed slabs of sound, fast-paced to oozing sludge. I'm going to play you the second track called Hard Screw for no other reason than the name.
There we go. The sounds of Hard Screw by uh, Metal Prayers. It's a project by Jesse Hackett on Nega Nega. If you were going to ask me what a track called Hard Screw sounded like, that is not the way I would go. If I was going to hum it, it would not have sounded like that. Not hard, not screw, not drill. But, but um, amazing. Yeah, exactly. Really love that. Jesse is a fantastic artist. While that was on, I was just looking on his discogs and reminded me of a project that he did called Blood Relations. That's B-L-U-D-D as a duo with another London-based producer called Boolean that I have somewhere on the shelf here behind me that was also absolutely brilliant. And uh, yeah, I was looking at limited to 70 copies on vinyl. So I've long since missed out on that one. <laughs> I think actually that's only 70 copies on the Bandcamp. I think they usually do like 300, but they sell most of them in through Boomcat. Makes sense. Boomcat does their pressing over here, don't they? Yeah, they do. So that's usually where you could pick it up from. But I, I did check earlier, it has sold out there as well, which not all the Nego Nego ones do. As you know, I'm a big fan of Nego Nego tapes. Are you, Gus? I am. It's uh, it's quite interesting because that's like two weeks in a row that you've played music from Uganda. That Yeah, you're you're rubbing off on me, Gus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, less of that. Not in lockdown, mate. <laughs> Hard screw. <laughs> Rubbing <laughs> off hard screw. Oh, it's, uh, well, I think we're, that... we're missing human contact here in the lockdown. Yeah, I think that is as good a time as anyway to wrap this up. <laughs> it's, uh, it's been another wonderful show, another wonderful hour or so of talking to you. But, yeah, thank you so much for sticking with the podcast for listening uh, wherever you are hope you're keeping safe and well and if you do want to subscribe if you haven't already you can do wherever you get your podcast wherever you're listening to this now do tell your friends do share us thank you to everyone as anthony mentioned before who has given us good reviews who has given us nice comments on either the website independentmusicpodcast.net or on facebook or has sent us messages or has joined the patreon or has donated via the website or has just listen to the podcast thank you for that anything you want to say before we get that's, into it that's about all buddy if i was just looking at the time it's another epic length podcast that's it see <laughs> even without <laughs> the 18 seems, minutes seems like these home recordings ones are proper long well it's because we don't chat to each other <laughs> in the week right we don't do many video calls um or anything like that so the podcast is like the most we speak to each so other catching up to exactly so i'm gonna leave you with this absolutely stunning track from a brilliant record by Anna margaret hogan she's a pianist it's actually the third track with prominent piano in it her album honeysuckle burials came out uh, about a month ago and it's another one of those records where one track doesn't capture the whole thing i had a choice of two really one which was a bit deeper and more experimental than what I'm going to play. It was sort of akin to Basil Kirchin, who I'm a big fan of. It's uh, sort of the um, past uh, whole musician. Had a few re-releases and a few new releases on Trunk Records about 10 years ago or so. This record, though, and Margaret Hogan, it's come out on Downwards. This track is much nicer, more pleasant, more straightforward. It is nonetheless brilliant. It's called Coda, and we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.